You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Through the Holy Spirit, ordinary believers can work extraordinary miracles. No more in week four of Behind the Scene. Thank you, Pastor Ariel, and thank you, Shelley, allowing me to be here. And great to see all of you. Even we coming from different culture and background, we are one in Christ. Amen? One day, I was being asked, are demons and evil spirits real? And I say, yes, definitely. Do we have the power and authority over them? Oh, yes, definitely. Just like what the Apostle Paul said, that the kingdom of God consists not in talk, but in power. 1 Corinthians 4, 20. And today I will be speaking about what every Christian should know about the Holy Spirit. And before we start, let us pray, shall we? Father, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. As I'm speaking about Holy Spirit, please open our heart and pour out your wisdom and power upon our lives in order us to be able to experience your love and power in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So let me start with A.W. Tozer. He made the following statement. I like this statement. He said, if the Holy Spirit was withdrawn from the church today, 95% of what we do would go on and no one would know the difference. That's scary, isn't it? In other words, you can be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. You can be a singer, you can be a preacher without the Holy Spirit. You can run the church without the Holy Spirit. Why the Holy Spirit is so important? Let us look from John 14, verse 16 and 17. Jesus said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. And he will dwell with you and be with you forever. Jesus' disciples did not enjoy hearing about the Holy Spirit. The reason the twelve didn't like the idea of the Holy Spirit. Because it sent a signal to them about Jesus' departure. To the twelve, the Holy Spirit arrival meant losing Jesus. This was upsetting Surah. They had followed him for three years. They were slowly getting know him and some his way. Imagine when Pastor Ariel announcing that I and, I and my wife finally decided that next week we, we move on and we would like to move to Melbourne, Australia. And somebody will take my place here and replace me. In my leadership, the Holy Spirit will take Jesus' place. And Jesus introduced the Holy Spirit to them by telling them it was in their interest that he depart. In John 16, verse 7, Jesus said, it is for you good that I'm going away. The whole concept of the Holy Spirit was threatening to the 
One of the things Jesus said was that the Holy Spirit would remind them what he had taught them. And not only the words, but also the very meaning. Let me give you four things that you should know about the Holy Spirit. First thing is, the Holy Spirit is God. In early church, the rich brought the offering to the apostles. And some of them sold all their lands, given to the church to be used to support the needy. There was a couple named Ananias and Savira who tried to get the attention of the apostle and gave some of their fortune. But they claimed to have given all their possession. But Peter knew their hard motive and said to Ananias, Ananias, Satan so has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit. You lied to the Holy Spirit. You have not lied just to human beings, but to God. So when Ananias lied to the Spirit, he lied to God. The Holy Spirit is God. Every bit, as much as Jesus being God, of the Father being God. So you could not address the Holy Spirit as he is, if he is not God. Some people, they came to me, Pastor, is it the Holy Spirit? Is it God? To whom which, uh, should I, I pray? I said to him, don't afraid to talk directly to the Holy Spirit. The Father is happy. The son will be happy when you address the Holy Spirit in prayer. There's no jealousy. There's no jealousy in the Trinity. Many people don't feel content with what they have. They feel jealous and compete with one another. So uh, brother, sister, even Christian, sometimes we may compromise and disobey God. In order to get an edge, we cut the corners. Each one of us has been blessed with our unique gifts. We must not compare our gifts with others, remember. Instead, we must maximize. We must maximize the gift that God entrusted us and to put away the jealousy and we work together to bring the lost to Christ. Amen. Yeah. We need to accept our identity in Christ. The Trinity is a perfect example of harmony without jealousy. So when you pray to God, you pray to the Holy Spirit, Jesus doesn't jealous. They love and support to one another. And the second point is the Holy Spirit is a person. Jesus referred to the Holy Spirit as He. And Jesus also introduced the Holy Spirit as being another parakletos. So never think of the Holy Spirit as an attitude or influence or power. He's a person who has very defined ways 
either you like or not. Holy Spirit has his own way. And the Holy Spirit won't adjust to you or to me, but instead we must adjust to him. Recently, I became a grandfather. My first daughter gave birth in July to a baby boy called Levi. They moved back to our house in order to us, in order us to assist him, assist him, especially my daughter. Okay, because she loved her mother so much. When a baby comes into the house every three hours, Levi was crying for the breast milk. So in fact, we cannot ask Levi to be quiet and understand that night time for the, uh, not for uh, breast milk, but for sleeping. I cannot say that. Come on, Levi. Granddad won't sleep. Not every three hours you're crying for the breast milk. This is night time. No. We all realizing that we'll never be the same again. We need to adjust to accommodate Levi because it's impossible to ask him to adjust. This is the same with the Holy Spirit. He won't adjust to us and therefore we must adjust to him. Hallelujah. Your life will never be the same again. If you will adjust to him. The scripture reveals the Holy Spirit as emotional being who feels he can be grieved. He can be quenched. He can be blasphemous. And the Holy Spirit can be also have a joy. In fact, in Romans 14, 17, Paul talked about the joy of the Holy Spirit. This joy is not necessarily what you and me feel. It is what he feels. Acts 2, 28. The Bible says, you will fill me with joy. You will fill me with glad in your presence. In 2004, I was, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. Fortunately, the cancer was detected earlier and it was removed successfully. To prevent the cancer from reappearing, I was scheduled to undergo seven months of chemotherapy. Going through chemotherapy is one of the worst experience in my life. It's so bad. It's so bad. In fact, you know, after that, my experience, I said to my wife, when God give me a choice how to die, I will die in the aeroplane. <laughs> yeah. I said to my wife, I don't want to get cancer and die from cancer. In the aeroplane, you die, it's finished. <laughs> when you got stroke, you suffer. For the first two weeks undergoing chemotherapy, I was really sick and could not eat much because of this 
side of bread. Abe. Even you took me to Abe. You said that August, this is the most delicious food. You cannot taste it. Even the water tastes less. I was so sick and desperate and I started to feel pity for myself. One day where, as I was praying, suddenly the Holy Spirit reminded me of Proverbs 15, 13. It says, a happy heart makes the face cheerful, but a broken heart crushes your spirit. And I was crying. It was exactly what I need. I started to speak God's word from psalm and encourage my spirit. I started singing. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul. Blessed is holy name. Sing like never before. And I sing. I'm crying. I'm singing. Miraculously, I was able to preach again, normally, from month to month until I finished my chemotherapy. And no one even realized that I was undergoing treatment when I was preaching. I was able to endure and overcome the pain of going through chemotherapy because the Holy Spirit filled me. With gladness. Some of you are undergoing hardship, difficulty, or stress. So the Bible says the Holy Spirit will fill you with His joy in His presence. We need the Holy Spirit. And the third one, the Holy Spirit is our guide. John 16, 13. It's saying he will guide you into all truth. And the Holy Spirit will never lead us to error. He will refuse and we can believe him. Let me tell you a story. There's a picture. There's Ivan and Maggie. In March this year, a couple from my church, Ivan and Maggie, they told us that his wife pregnant. They wait for five years. A month later, Wife called my daughters that she miscarried the baby. And it was devastating for all of us. So we visited them and to comfort and strengthen them. As my, my wife, my daughters, my son-in-law pray, and before my turn comes, the Holy Spirit spoke into my heart. And he said, the baby knowing, with God in heaven and telling them in a couple months I will give another one. Three months later they call they call us over joy. Yeah! I'm pregnant again. And then as I heard the news the Holy Spirit told me saying that the baby is girl. I said to my wife, telling them the baby's girl. Three and a half months later, 
they find out the baby is gone. Six months after Ruth, my first daughter was pregnant. The doctor told her that the baby was going to be born on the 28th of July. So, one day as I was meditating the word, the Holy Spirit told me that my grandson was going to be born on the 21st of July. So, you know, sometimes it took you to be crazy, crazy you know that? <laughs> I said to my wife, I said to my, all my family gathering eh? at the time, they were, we were gathering at the time, I said that, you know, Levi, uh, Levi will be born on the 21st of July, not 28. And then my, my daughter said, how do you know that? You're not the doctor. I said that, my doctor said, <laughs> the Holy Spirit said, two days before the date, before 90, eh, before the date, which is 19th of July. She was taken to the hospital due to signs of labor. I was shocked. I said, oh my God, I make mistake. <laughs> but three hours later, my wife called me, where, where have you been? I thought that, come, I said, my wife said that, come on, come on to hospital, okay? No, no, he said, uh, where are you? Where are you? I said, I used to, uh, I'm in cafe. Why? No. Your daughter was sent back home. See? I said, see? The Holy Spirit told us 21st of July, not 19th of July. As I finished speaking to my wife, and the Holy Spirit speaking to me again, your grandson will be a prophet. And then I said to my wife, he will be a prophet. <laughs> Early in the morning on the 21st of July, she came back to the hospital. And four hours later, my grandson was born. So the Holy Spirit will never mislead you. We don't need to be afraid of him. He will tell you and guide you into the truth. That's why uh, we need the Holy Spirit. Hello? Yeah. yeah. So, brother, sister, I've been reading the Bible for some 30 years. Okay? And I have read, I have read it through about, I don't know, I forgot it, how many times. The last five years, I regularly spend my best time in the morning, in the cafe, reading the Bible, and I've read 142 books. And one day, one of my church members suggested me to start a daily devotion from, my many book, uh, from the many books that I have read. So I thought that was a good idea. In fact, I did it. I finished already. So now I'll, I no longer write new daily devotional, but I continue to meditate on God's word daily. You know, when I reflect on, reflect on the Bible, I was able to see different points of views from those verses, the same verses that I have read. So, the Holy Spirit always opened my spiritual eyes and then to see the, the same Verses in the different perspective. 
So that's why we need to be faithful in reading the word of God, even we don't understand that. You know, sometimes you read the Bible, you see that I don't understand that there is no no story, uh, no background, or something like that. It make me bored or sleepy. When I got chemotherapy, when I I, I was undergoing chemotherapy, the doctor said to me, "August, you have to eat, even tasteless. You have to eat." You have to drink. Otherwise, the cell is not coming out and it's not grow. Because the chemo will kill all the cell in your body. So eat without feeling. Drink without feeling. The same like you read the Bible. Sometimes you don't feel to read the Bible, but you have to read the Bible. And someday, somehow, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Hallelujah! When I finish my chemotherapy, I like drinking a lot of water. You see, my stomach is like Pastor Sunny. You know, say, where's Pastor Sunny? Is there? Our stomach growth. I was skin before fifty. You don't believe that me? Fifty kilos. No, I'm 72 because I don't want miss water and eating food. So read the Bible. I know some of you are bored of reading the Bible. Try to read the Bible. Even you feel doesn't want to read the Bible. Read the Bible, okay? And the last one: Holy Spirit, we glorify Jesus. John six sixteen fourteen. He will bring glory to me by taking from what. Is mine and making it known to you. And the Holy Spirit glorified Christ and speaks only what He hears from the Father. You know, Holy Spirit will lead us to praise the Lord Jesus Christ as He deserves. He always pointed us to Christ. This is the last testimony. I take from my daughters, Ruth, my daughters. He was here two years ago. As he come back from Manila, he came to me and my 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 wife, mom and dad. I decided to be full time, and then he decided to accept the calling to be full time. And in my mind, in my mind. Ruth is love fashion. Okay, she love fashion. When she was in uni in the university, she had possessive with branded. So I thought that my daughters will be a full time. She has Chanel, Chanel, is it Chanel? Yeah, Chanel. And then the other one is Prada. How my congregation will think about her? One of his favorite brand is Chanel. In 2012, on my trip to Europe, she bought a limited edition classic Chanel from Milan. It was her pride and joy. Every time she brings that back, she had forbidden her husband from getting too close to her, <laughs> so that her husband doesn't accident. Accidentally stretches 
her bag, uh, precious bag. One day, one day, as he was taking a shower, and the Holy Spirit spoke to her, Ruth, which one do you love more? Your classic Chanel bag from Milan or Jesus? And Ruth cried. Ruth cried, yeah. She loved her bag, all right, yes, yeah, she loved that. And, but she boldly tell Holy Spirit that she loved Jesus more than her bag. Even her limited edition classic from Milan. <laughs> so, one week after the incident, she posted the picture of her bag in Instagram and put it for sale. <laughs> and then I and my wife, my wife said, Ruth, we bought it from Milan. But in my, in my heart is, yes. <laughs> and one of my church members' mother saw it and decided to buy it. It was sold for $6,000, which was 2000 more than the price he bought for it. Okay? So, apparently Chanel is a good investment, you know? <laughs> but I'm not suggesting that you buy Chanel. Okay? So, the money, $6,000 that she received was fully donated for God's mission and to show that she really, really loved, uh, loves God. So as she got the money, and as she said that, Lord, this is your money. He sent the money to Alpha for the mission in Kalimantan. But the story doesn't end here. One month later, this lady daughters make an appointment to see Ruth in the cafe. And she brought the bag with her. And Ruth was surprised because she thought that the lady changed her mind. Wanted her money back, which she no longer had because she had already given the money to the mission. But to her surprise, the mother's daughter said, Ruth, Chichi, uh, Ruth, my mother decided to give you back the, this bag back. Uh, as a gift. What do you mean as a gift? She said that she could not sleep when she bought your bag. <laughs> she could, my mom could not sleep. And then finally, the Lord, the Holy Spirit spoke to my mom. Give it the bag to her, to the owner. And then the mother's daughter said that, Mom, are you serious? $6,000, Mom. The mom said that, I'm serious because I cannot sleep. <laughs> and then she said to Ruth, Ruth, my mom said, under one condition, you never sell that bag to anyone again. And she was crying with joy. 
And this time, the Holy Spirit softly told her that God know her heart, and she loved more Him than the bag. And now, where whenever she see the hair bag, reminded her that it is limited edition classic bag, not from Milan, but from Jesus Christ. Whatever you have, my brother, sister, please don't be possessive by it. All right? Glorify Jesus with everything you have. You know the reason that I only have this cheap uh, watch? One day my wife decided to buy me a good one. You wanna, I want to buy you the best one. No, I said. Because every time when, when I have a good things and the, Lord, uh, the Holy Spirit always tell me, give it to someone else. <laughs> I got three Mont Blanc. You know Mont Blanc, yeah? Yes. Three Mont Blanc. Three person give it to me as a present. Two of them written my, 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 uh, my name on it. I called my wife. I got three Mont Blanc. Which one you wanted? And she chose one. Okay? Okay. You choose one, okay? I got two. And then one day, I went to Indonesia. And the Lord said, give it to this one. And give it to this one. That's it. <laughs> a year later, my, my wife came back to me. Uh, where are your Mont Blanc? I never see you with the Mont Blanc. I said, they're gone already. <laughs> I got a earphone. Boss. Hey, it's a... Uh, no, no, no. This is an expensive one. What do you call it? Uh, Bosa, Bosa, Bosa. I bought this one. <laughs> I went to America. I sleep, I stay with the one family, and then his son paralyzed. Okay? And then as I spoken to him, and then, and then he listened to the music with the airphone. Okay, I saw that the, the, the brand, oh, it's cheaper, man. As I think the cheapest one, the Holy Spirit to give us uh, speaking to me, give it your uh, earphone to him. What? My boss. <laughs> I went to sleep. I didn't care. <laughs> but in the morning, the Holy Spirit reminded me again. <laughs> and I said to Jem, this is for you. Really, Uncle Wolf. Uncle, thank you so much. This is, this is so expensive, Uncle. Yes, he says. I said, oh. <laughs> Brother, sister, you better obey the Holy Spirit. See? So, my conclusion before we close. My conclusion is that my challenge is we don't want to limit ourselves from being open ourselves to receive the Holy Spirit. Okay? You see, the Hindu people have resources that could end their hunger. But their religious belief system limits them. They believe the animal could be someone's reincarnated grandmother. So they, wa- they don't want to eat beef because they believe these animals will present, represent the incarnation of the lower forms of his dead grandmother or grandparents. So their belief system has impoverished the nation and has limited themselves. And my point is, 
Don't ever limit yourself from being open yourself with the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit come into your life and go with Holy Spirit wherever you go, and always praying to the Holy Spirit and asking, Lord, what I'm going to do, Lord, if I have these things. To whom should I give? And believe or not, the Lord will give you the other things and the better things until He knows your heart. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers. Please visit victory.org.ph/resources/podcasts.